welcome to my music podcast a podcast where we sit down with michigan musicians and those alike and we pick their brains on a wide spectrum of music topics i'm one of your hosts kj i'm your other host scott hey, scott man today with us look we have a person who needs no introduction but i'll introduce them anyways because he blows my mind uh every time I, I see him play live He's probably one of the nicest musicians I've, I've ever met. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, yeah. And, uh, just bring me on here to flatter yeah, him, man. Really? You know, get, I you, mean, get you all rosy yeah. cheeked and then we'll, <laughs> start, we'll start to criticize you. <laughs> yeah. Me up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Butter Sim- you up before you break Simply me down, put, right? he's spectacular. You get the joke? Yeah, 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 all right. Yeah, 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 we'll yeah. just uh, put that song in right here. Spectacular. Only the only the real fans know that one. But anyways, we got Brandon Proch with us, aka the Brandino Extravaganza, in the building. Excited to have you here. Literally Good to have in the you. house. Yeah. In a house. Yeah, I think when we first started this podcast, you were like supposed to be our first guest. Like we just kept being like Brandino, Brandino. If you listen back, I mean, other than maybe Ben, <laughs> your name has been mentioned the most in the podcast through that's just hilarious. like connections. And like they are, the I, I go through the list to like see yeah. who you've done them with. I'm like, oh, that's my buddy. Oh, that's my buddy. Right. In, in season two, which uh, we had Lauren Kelly on earlier. So she oh, was nice. like one of our earlier guests this season. So yeah, cool. we talked about you obviously during that yeah. episode. Yeah. You play with you her, right? A bunch of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of gigs yeah, coming she's up. She's my bandmate. Not. A lot, actually, especially okay. compared to usual. Winter quiet. Um, yeah, you know, winter's already slow. It's especially slow because it's a really weird time to be doing indoor shows. Right. You know? Um, and then on top of that, I'm taking a hiatus from Brandino shows until, I don't know, summer yeah. or fall. No, I saw that. If you, if you don't mind me just like going, uh, diving right into that, because, yeah. you know, I, I saw that post and I wanted to reach out to you because I feel the same way and like really understand that, especially with the pandemic happening. You know, when it was time for us to play shows, I was like, oh, shit, man. Like I just been I haven't been playing, you know, and it was like that grind of like, OK, I got to practice, practice, right. practice. It's a show coming up. I got to like do this and do that. So anyways, I, I think you, you were talking about that being a little bit of the reason, you know. Right. Yeah, totally. I mean. Yeah, it's a mixture of things. I think number one is just that, and we'll get more into this side of it later, but the album is the big thing I'm working oh, on. Yeah, that too. And yeah. having a show for me, for Loop, pretty much automatically means that like the week to two weeks at least leading up to it, I can't bring myself to focus on anything else musically, mm-hmm. you know, um, because of the nature of like Loop stuff again, at least for me, is so meticulous and every song is so like, you have to hit a hundred things in this exact order. <laughs> whole choreo yeah. that like I can, I'll practice for a show coming up and play a song I've played a thousand times live and at home and I'll still mess it up the first round. I'll be like, right. oh, that's right. Oh, it's this button, not that button. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't go in, I can for like Funkle Jesse, I can for like a lot of stuff I can not really rehearse and like, Right. I'll brush up anyway. Yeah. But like, it's it's very different. Like, what are my hard spots? So, okay, we'll go over those really quick. This is like, I have to run my set 
a handful of times. Yeah. And I'm mean, to lean on. And I'm so probably like, going to be mad the first time, <laughs> you know? I mean, like, if y'all never seen this man play live before, like when he does get out there, like as the Brandino and Stravaganza, like you have to see it. I mean, I said that in the intro of like, you blow my mind every time, but it's just like, yeah, that's, that's a whole sense. different level, man. Like one, you have the skills, but then two, yeah, trying to control everything and hit it with the timing. And I saw you when you did, uh, the white album, man, by the Beatles, man, it was just Abbey like, Road, but yeah, Abbey Road. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I said white album. <laughs> I thought about yeah. doing the White Album, but yeah, then yeah. I was like, how about I do half as many songs? Yeah. Are there any recordings of that existing on the interwebs? There, that's a good question. I, I did it again um, virtually. It was a little different because the one I did at Tip Top, I did the entire like yeah. setup of right. all the loops, yeah. which, you know, in hindsight. That was even crazier. Like, I came there and you were setting up the loops and somebody's like oh he's not playing yet and i could tell the vibe was and i was like what do you mean he's not playing yet he's like playing <laughs> well yeah so so my my mentality was like if you know and love abbey road you probably don't want to hear four minutes of setting up come together before come together even <laughs> yeah no that i think was, that, that works was fine for like what i do regularly right yep. but like those songs especially aren't made to be looped so the setups take way longer than i would ever like let any of my own shit you know yeah, what i mean right um so like, you know, again, in hindsight, glad I did it that way, yeah. but also like it was very obvious that I kind of lost everybody for like a whole hour of setting up the loops. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, it's go time. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. didn't really need to all happen live. I think I could have done like one song, be like, you get it. Right. And then do the whole album. Yeah. You know, if I do it again. the curtain for one song, but not necessarily all of them. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, I think as a music nerd, I was geeking out. Like, yeah. just hearing you setting them up. But. For sure. <laughs> and I appreciate that. But it was very obvious, like, the amount of attention I had then versus during right, the album. Right. Yeah. Like, a thousand percent oh, different. Yeah. And even people that were there that really, really enjoyed it. Like, I did, like, an interview with Eric Engblade for, like, one of his songwriter things. And, like, he, the way he put it was exactly how I perceived it from the stage. It was like, yeah, like while you're setting up, you know, like it was like a cool hang, like everyone was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And then you played the album, and then we were all like watching, you yeah. know, it's like, yeah, I probably didn't need to do It was do like the watching thing. the Beatles documentary. <laughs> yeah. It's like, are these Touché, guys going to play a song Touché. at some point? <laughs> Are they going to talk for two hours? Oh, okay. All right. We're so, just, so we're just hanging out. Okay. Yeah. So I like spliced together like a very streamlined cool. video of it when I did it virtually. So nobody had to sit through right. an hour, but instead like five minutes of it just bow, 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 yeah. bow, you know, and oh. again, yeah, if I do it live again, I'll probably do like one song's worth or something. But Well, I feel like we got ahead of ourselves too. Like you want to explain the, 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 the band itself. Um, yeah. Well, what you do with the extravaganza, but also the other musical projects that you're involved with. Just a little bio background. Yeah, man. You're playing yeah. with everybody, man. Don't, yeah. don't forget to mention these people. <laughs> in, a, in and out of some stuff, for sure. Um, the, I mean, this project particularly, the Brandino Extravaganza, is it's really just my kind of baby brainchild solo deal. Um, and I've done a small handful of shows with a whole band behind me. But typically speaking, yeah, the way that it runs is that it's just me and a guitar and usually a saxophone and a loop station and some beatboxing and a cajon. Think about bringing a sample pad for some drums and go. Yeah, mix, yeah. But that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> the future. Um, and I just kind of do the one man band thing. And I, I don't know. I have a lot of fun with it, despite the fact that I will sit here all day and grumble, grumble about right. the amount yeah. of preparation it takes. And it like means you the, love it. Right. It, it does. And, you know, and, and I will be the first to tell you that I put more stress on myself than I ever need to. Like, oh, I got to play this show perfectly. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. It's like know, parenting. We grumble about it. But I know. 
We like it. Yeah. But then, yeah. For, <laughs> that's time, a perfect example. By the time I'm on that stage, with the rare exception of a show that just really doesn't go well, I'm always like, oh, yeah, that's that's why I'm doing this. Of it's course. so crazy. It's like why once you I finish it, it's always that feeling of relief of like, oh, yeah, this is this mm-hmm. is why I play. This is why I stress out the week before, you know. For yeah. sure. But that happening just frequently enough. I wasn't really playing, you know, pre-pandemic, I was playing solo so often. I was doing like... I'm not, I'm gonna get into all sorts man, of you was out you was out there now. Oh, man, but I was playing man. a lot. Yeah, you was I was playing, playing a lot. like two to three times. I think I played like 120 shows in 2019. Yeah. Wow. crazy. And uh, I mean now th- that's across several acts, but right, probably still. a good 50 of them were Dino shows. And you know I was doing like the breweries for four hours yeah. and those types of gigs oh, as well hours. as yeah. like shows. Oh, so like geez. I was playing, Play, you played with the band for, for a bit too. You did like the solo stuff and like brought well, a band in for a bit, you know, I did a couple band yeah, shows. Yeah, that yeah. was always like a lot of preparation too, more yeah. than even loop stuff because I have to bring other people in on yeah. what's going on. But you know, then I was playing often enough that I could not practice for a loop show and be fine. Cause I was playing all the time. But now I'm at this point where it's just enough that like there's very little, I play once. If I'm playing again in a month, I have maybe a week of like peace of mind. Right. <laughs> so beyond the extravaganza, yeah. Uh, other acts that are other people that you have frequented with, because I feel like it is everybody. We need to do the roll call. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I play in a band called Funkle Jesse. We do like we're strictly covers, bars, weddings, stuff like that. We got some sort of I don't remember what exactly the 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 context of it was but we won some sort of like best wedding band ah, that's sweet voter yeah. award recently i was pretty psyched about that i i really do like doing weddings uh you know it's just that everyone's so happy and yeah let's just say lauren, lauren covered uh ground on that so like uh playing the wedding so yeah right yeah it's a whole thing you know i i think it's interesting you know she, i think and I might misquote her here of like what we talked about of just that feeling of like, uh, you know, like this is somebody's moment. I'm going to be a part of their moment for the rest of, you know, their right. lives or whatever. For you know, sure. For playing at this show. One thing I like about it, though, is it really helps me, you know, something I've kind of learned in like some like performance training and stuff I've done over the last uh, couple of years. It, one of the big takeaways from it is like just the idea that you're up on that stage really not for you, you know right exactly I mean? yeah and it's really easy to get in your own head and what what am i doing what's everybody thinking about this is this going well and you know the whole premise there is like get out of that for a second and think about the people that you're there for and i think weddings make that so much easier yeah you know because it's so much more obvious that you're just staring in the face of like oh yeah that's that's why we're here and i think i don't know i think doing that regularly has helped me i don't know be less self-absorbed about it in a way, mm, you know. Dope. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Who else? May May Early Wine. May Early Wine and the motivations. Yeah. Yup. saxophone with them i mean that's just a a group of heavy hitters that you know i would probably argue that i have no business being (laughs) (laughs) were you like touring with uh with them when they were doing their thing or yeah um as much of a tour we would call it a tour it would really be like 
uh, a weekend of shows, right? And yeah. Then another weekend of shows, but they were like all around Michigan. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, we typically do that in December. I usually have December pretty blocked off for mm. it. We didn't do it this past year because COVID was really rough. Yeah. Um, or the year before for that matter, but we did do a couple shows in in 2021. So nice. it, was, it was nice to like get back together with with that crew because yeah, it is just an insane. An insane lineup that yeah, I yeah. feel very lucky and humbled to be a part of. It's you know, no, that's sweet. Any anything else? Yeah. So um, also in that band is Max Lockwood. Oh yeah. Who yep. also you know he fronts the Insiders. Uh, he was in Big Duty Rue. He's done a lot of awesome projects. Uh, plays with May on her folk stuff as well, and he has really great solo material as well, and uh, has had me kind of hop in for a gig or two on bass. But, you know, that's a, but there's been more gig offers and stuff. And I that's really cool. like playing uh, that was, material. Uh, was Max typically like a kind of like solo acoustic act for a bit there? Under his own name, I think yeah. so. I think he's starting to like branch I, yeah, more. Yeah, I feel like, like I've seen him do a lot yeah. of like acoustic stuff out there. He's branching more into having a band for like specifically the Max Lock. Was Sweet. Funny. But he's, but I think he's primarily a bassist when he, when he plays in band settings and he's okay. a phenomenal bassist. He's so good. Uh, so, you know, I play bass for him and I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, all right, we'll try. <laughs> um, you were playing the drums for a while, too. I was oh, playing yeah, the drums yeah. for a minute. You know, I did a little bit. Uh, I feel like I'm a fanboy. I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah, you had that trio with yeah. John Shack and uh, with Patty. Patty and Conrad. Yeah. Man, that I show, missed that. Dude, yeah, that, that, was, that man, was I saw y'all do Who's that one Oz? performance at Pyramus and Oz. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. I, I, I missed the Oz That was dope. That show that I saw was phenomenal. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and I played a little bit of drums with Sandra too, effort. Oh yeah. Um, and a little bit also with bedroom ceilings. Uh, my roommate's actually in that band. And is that an instrument that you jump onto very frequently or is it more when you need to, and you get some, some chops? I feel like the latter is true for me in any uh, instrument really, you know, I, I, but yeah, especially drums. Although I will say also, I think drums is one that like more than most, like, like I don't, often whip my saxophone out of its case and like i'm just gonna play along to music for three right. hours yeah. i definitely do that on the drum kit that's it's one cool. of my favorite yeah. like you know it's one of my i feel like it's one of the only like no strings attached just fuck around playing music things i still bash do. around yeah, yeah right. you know like it's, there's nothing quite Let out like some it. energy and it's a drum set so if you can hear the part you know how the part goes True, more yeah. than on other instruments so i don't have right. to like sit there and digest it as much i can just kind of play along with it you know yeah. that's cool all right man we covered we covered a lot of ground yeah oh you know what else we got to talk about this man's is, is dropping a new album we haven't yeah, even talked about, talk about that i know we're waiting the end very interesting concept so uh if you want to tell the people a little bit about that too yeah yeah for sure I was thinking, actually, there's also one more project I'm getting going, but I also don't know <laughs> how much we're saying about that just yet. I'll tell you guys off the mic. How about that? Okay. That's all right. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, might already know. It, might, it might, might be yeah. out. No, there's no drama at all. It's actually no, really No, no, like drama of like, or suspense, I should yeah, say. Suspense. There we yeah, go. suspense. There we go. Is the yeah. suspense. We'll keep people hanging. In a you world. Know. You'll tell us off the mic and everybody <laughs> yeah. else will have to stop and wonder. Yeah. Um. Okay. What was oh, it? Uh, the the album, the, yeah, album. The, the new album, yeah, yeah. So when I put out the last album, I did like, and and this is all maybe a little bit redundant if you've ever like 
I don't know, read anything I've posted. I was blasting all about it and, and, and talking all about it. And uh, if you even look at the album cover, it explains every bit of what I'm about to say. So you can also do that. But uh, so when I put out the last album, I did like pre-orders and uh, three different like price tiers for different packages of things. And like almost as a joke, I was like, give me 50 bucks. I'll write you a song. And uh, I had, I mean, it was really all just my friends, but like nine yeah. people did it. And then I was like, well, that's cool. Now I'm, now I'm just going to, okay, never mind. It was like, it was going to be quote unquote a one minute song about like whatever topic you choose. Yeah. And uh, I only had plans to like write it really fast, record it, just me and an acoustic guitar probably, send it to you, like well, but like, right. you know, I wasn't going to like spruce this whole thing up. Right. Yeah. And and then I was like, well, if, if I'm going to do this thing, I, I, if I got that many of them, I think it's worth doing just fucking do it up proper so it's fun for me i just kind of took the minute limit threw it out the window and uh you know i'm just doing like more full band instrumentation for most of it nice uh but it's really fun for me because i'm it's just such a different kind of project yeah it's almost like yeah somebody's like i'm i mean i'm just assuming as a creative you know it's always typically your idea or you're pulling an idea from somewhere in this case it's somebody giving you a landing point to start right yeah which a is awesome yeah i don't have to sit and think about how does projecting this idea musically exactly how does that fit into my own voice and image and shit like that uh also it's nice to just not be talking about myself you know, yeah. like sometimes I go back and I like look through my catalog. And I'm like, man, I, I fucking talk about myself and my lyrics way too much. Like, well, that sort I, of makes sense. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I know, but it's like it's. I know. Artists, I'm like a very, If you listen to them, they're really not doing that at it's all. It's interesting. I mean, it's you know, twofold. Like, we've we've talked about this a lot on the episode. You know, with a lot of person. people like uh, a lot of people are who we've had. We talked with like Olivia Vargas about yeah, this. Olivia Vargas. We talked with Jack Droppers. Right. You know, they're more singer songwriter, but even still, you know, they're more autobiographical. Where for me, I'm the same way as you. Where like all my music is steeped in metaphor, so that like it's almost like this is not about me. Clearly, you know what I mean. This is about something else or somebody. But else. mine is secretly. That's the yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Can you give just out of curiosity, like <clears throat> one of the prompts that you have? I know. For just I was one thinking track. the same thing. Like just one topic that you got. That oh, for the album. Maybe that yeah, you yeah. had the most fun yeah, working yeah, on. Totally. Yeah, totally. I mean, I can I can list off a few pretty quick, and that's another one of those things like. The album cover that I put together, it doesn't look great, but it's... No, I think it, it's actually it, it, quite it, smart. It, it yeah. does what it needs to. Yeah. And it's quite literally one fucking long paragraph of like, hey, this is what happened. I did the pre-orders. People gave me these topics and it lists all the topics. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a couple about cats. People wanted me to write songs just about like the cats. Just like cats. Or like huh? anything specific about cats? Well, one, <laughs> one was just like, this is our cat. He's just awesome. Cats. Here's a bunch of details and nicknames oh, and okay. stuff. Okay. All right. Do whatever. That's cool. And the other was like... Uh, you ever see those like uh, those like kind of photoshopped portraits that you can like buy as a gift with like a pet head on like a human oh, yeah, yeah. outfit like, of yeah. some sort? <laughs> uh, so to to go with one of those in like some sort of army outfit, they were like write a song that kind of goes with this about okay. this cat as like a war hero. So that's been a lot. That's kind of cool. Like that's, that's a, been a lot yeah. That like Scott, paints a picture. I, I need you to slide in a, a song uh, by Thundercat about his cat. Hey, 
talk Thundercat for a second? <laughs> sure, I guess. <laughs> he was just. Have you been watching Book of Boba Fett? Well, no, but I know it. he's. I know he's in <laughs> Book of Boba Fett. Like, yeah, yeah. He he posted it on Instagram, and I was like, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, it's funny. I'm like, wait, it. that motherfucker's Trust me, I've been like dying to watch it, and just like you know, haven't had the time or can't squeeze in. But I'm dying yeah. to watch that. Yeah, and then he saw. And yeah, and then he posted that he was in it. I was like. <gasps> Yeah, there's been a ton of cameos. Okay, so yeah. anyways, um, <laughs> so, um, I haven't been hearing great things about really. Well, What's a, that? So I'm, when you get Star I heard it was Wars, like Mandalorian. I heard it was like people pretty get similar their to pangs up in their asshole and they can't pull it out. It's like it's not my Star Wars. Yeah, it's like oh okay, like, it's not in canon. It's like yeah, yes, it's like, it is. It's <laughs> not. It's not as good as I'm like. Uh, yeah, but I feel like when the Mandalorian it's, came out, nobody shut up about it. Everyone's like, "This is so good!" And yeah, now Boba Book Fett's Bo- out, and everyone's like, "This sucks!" And like, yeah. I'm the kind of person that like, I need like a hundred thousand great reviews. Or I'm not even gonna like. <laughs> it's start. It, to it take hasn't the time. been as good. <laughs> you know? I'm like, for me, any Star Wars is star good. Star Wars, yeah, that's, yeah, like, I agree. You can give me the shittiest Star Wars, and, and that's it's still true in the too. Universe. Like Episode Nine, yeah, it's it's it's, it's the worst Star Wars movie. It's, <laughs> I still enjoyed watching yeah, it. I was entertaining. There's a lot of purists out there. It's like the worst Beatles album. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's like yeah, so right. Videos. It's still good. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a good way to put it. Just like stop. <laughs> that's the worst part of the internet. Uh, Out of well, there's probably worse parts. Um, <laughs> the one tangent. of the worst parts. <laughs> I, the I guess I'm just episode. gonna be way late to the party because I'm not like getting the like. Oh, I have to do this now. No, yeah, it's just like from people. Yeah, no, it's yeah. not. It's just it's the one thing to like break up my week. I don't right. watch a lot of TV, and it's just so. Anyways, that's what he's writing about. Cats. Writing about some cats. Right about uh, cats. I wrote about a couple weddings. That was kind of cool. Go. Interesting. Like they gave was... you like their wedding date and wanted you to like write about their day. Or one just... one was a little bit more specific. It was like here's sort of the oh, story. So you got of people our... giving multiple topics that were the same kind of sort of. Well, there were two wedding songs, and one one kind of morphed into like, don't necessarily make it about our wedding. This is kind of like. It was, it was like kind of pandemic related how like it postponed the whole thing mm. and how much of a bummer that was, but see, how like, that's great. But the song is like, it's not about a wedding at all, Yeah. but it's, it's about their wedding indirectly, but how we all kind of just like fought through this I tough mean, time. So many people kind of came out that. on the other end yeah. with this sort of like clarity and like beauty, yeah. which is weird now because at, uh, it, the pandemic felt a lot more over at that time, you, yeah, know? Yeah, you know? So yeah, now it's like, yeah. a, it's almost, it's almost weird lyrically. It's yeah. like, oh shit, we're kind of back. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of reverted back. We're, <laughs> the part of, we're the part of the pandemic pandemic where the snow is right now it's just like oh it's snow now it's just like oh it's still snow yeah and it's yeah. just like it doesn't go away it's just yeah. like mushy and gray and like i guess we're just living with this for but in <laughs> fairness that was the part of the pandemic where nothing could happen no weddings True. no shows yeah. no anything and yeah. we're it's still i still consider it an ode to the fact that we can fucking get together again. right True. right yeah. that is yeah. true um and the other one i i don't think there's any reason i shouldn't say this it's actually adam bogues him and Jackie, they, oh, they nice. had me write a song oh, cool. about their relationship that they quite literally played at their wedding, like as she walked down the aisle. That's and cool. It was like simultaneously the most like humbling and flattering and also weirdest thing ever yeah. for me because I was standing there like, oh God, that's me. <laughs> listening to me right now. Is, You'd be like, I uh, could, would it be less awkward if you were like just to perform it instead of right. like hear it like play? <laughs> No, yeah. it would have been more awkward. Yeah, I think. It wasn't awkward either way. I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to like 
<laughs> no, I, I, I know I'm, what you're saying. I, it though. warms yeah, the fuck I'm out sure of that I was even about. asked. Yeah. yeah, no, I get that. Uh, and I've asked them multiple times, like, this is kind of personal. Like, is it okay if I put this on the album, mention that it's about you? And he's always been very much like, yeah, yeah. hell yeah. You know? Yeah, we, sh- we should mention Adam uh, is in Overdrive Orchestra, who Chris Cranick was on our episode last yeah. season. So I think eventually there's the whole like, connection. When we get to like season 15, we should bring on like <laughs> the other members of bands, not yeah, just like yeah. the quote unquote like the lead, lead guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. I would love to get some of the the droppers on here. Yeah, (laughs) right? Me and that guy go back to the founder's kitchen days. You know, that's how I know Adam. I'm curious with the lyric, and then we can jump into our topic, with the lyrics for these tracks, I sort of know your lyrics as sort of clever and kind of witty and often humorous. Do you feel like these tracks kind of follow along with that same trajectory or is it adjusted by the topic? Good question. Very much the latter. Um, the ones that weren't supposed to be funny aren't, you know. What right. I mean? yeah. The wedding song is very like, like I played it for my girlfriend at the time and she cried. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah. And that's what I was going for. So that, right. that I felt okay about that. Um, but also like, I, I don't know if I'm just like talking out of my ass when I say this or if it's real, but my one of my big goals in this project lyrically and musically was like as little consistency as possible. Mm. Like oh. different genres, but also try to... You know what I mean? Like one of the topics, here's a good topic. Uh, buddy of mine was like, write a song about a guy who's super pretentious about like all things, New York city, <laughs> but he's never actually been there. <laughs> and that was so fun. That was like, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a very fun topic to come up with shit for. You That's know? hilarious. Like, yeah. But that comes out a lot different than like, I don't know. I can't put that right after Connor the wedding example. song or right before the wedding song. <laughs> I think it actually be it's nice <laughs> now for a change of pace yeah yeah track listing that's gonna be fun I, I i have one in mind yeah matter of fact if if you read the album cover i put it in that order it's so, pretty much in that order nice it might it might change it's is it gonna, gonna be like a fleshed out full band album or mostly yeah so that's the other reason that it's been such a fun unique project for me is like Maybe with a couple exceptions, I have no plans or aspirations to replicate this shit live. Mm, So it's it's entirely like, and on top of that, I've thrown out the window and probably just will moving forward. I've thrown out the window, the whole, like, I got to do this proper. I got to record drums in a studio. I got to, you know what I mean? Like half the drums on this album are going to be fucking like MIDI programmed. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just like, whatever gets it done, I don't care. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the fuck... Fuck Efficiency. The, fuck the means. It's all about the ends in this, <laughs> yes. in yeah, this yeah, particular yeah, yeah. case. I think it's a good mindset to have, right? Yeah. And and yeah, it makes me wonder, like, why why am I not always like that? Yeah. You know, that's kind of how it is. You gotta go. I mean, I feel like me and Scott. You've been do, well. You've been doing that. Yeah, I know. That's pretty much what I've been doing. I got a vintage drum machine, man. I've been locking it in, and then I'll just put some little MIDI drum, drums over it. Been messing with my synthesizers. Yeah. I guitar, and it's just like I'm just in my room by myself, just layering and layering, and like, yeah, right. it's not that limitation of like, okay, I gotta go to the studio and get the drums right, or like, oh damn, I gotta borrow Scott's like bass uh, amp and like you know mic it properly. And it's just like I'm just I'm just going, you right. know. Obviously, right. I'm trying to make good quality stuff. Like I'm not just like, oh, I'm gonna record or bass into a mic like i'm still setting it up to amp but You're i'm not just recording not everything so, on your iphone nothing on my <laughs> iphone yeah nothing like that but i'm just saying of like yeah there is this freedom of just kind of being like i yeah. don't have to be so professional and, and then i got awesome. devin i got devin mixing it for me it's so I, awesome. I mean he's yeah, he's doing like, the magic but for sure yeah. and, and, and are you I, mi- gonna, are you mixing it yourself that's my, my goal question. is to spend no money at all on this thing oh so you're gonna try and maybe, mix it master it? maybe with i might ma- get it mastered someplace okay um 
But man, I'm telling you, dude, like, so I've done no like actual quote unquote official tracking of any of it with the exception of Adam's song. That's like done and ready. Um, but everything, it's been an interesting like multi-step process where it's like write the song, write the lyrics, kind of just write, jot that down sonically with an acoustic guitar and then start building what are the drums sound like? What does the bass sound yeah. like? So arranging has been a bigger part of the process than I'm hoping tracking will be. I want yeah. everything to be like figured the fuck. You know, usually it's like I go in to record bass and I'm writing bass as I'm recording bass. Yeah. Oh, I didn't okay. want to be right. doing that. Yeah. I want everything like figured out to the fucking T and so like I'm close to done with demo phase and I hear some of these songs and I've shown them to some people and they're like, this sounds amazing. And I'm like, do I even need to re-record all this then? Or is this just like how this shit Sometimes the demo's a demo. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's the take. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. I read uh, uh, Lenny Kravitz, uh, Let Love Rule, like his first album, you know, he, which is very raw. I mean, if you listen to it now and he sent it off, you know, kind of like it don't need much. You know, and they remixed it, and he was just, like, pissed because it just didn't sound the same. He's like, no, that rawness, like, that shit you heard, like, that's what made the record. And he had to, like, fight to get mm. it back to the way, like, it was, like, where it was closer to demo versions, you know. But, um, yeah, it's just, like, sometimes it just serves the purpose of, like, what you're trying to create. I think a lot create, of on, you know? <clears throat> a lot of what Jagged Little Pill is is a yeah, lot of her demos. Thing. Yep, yep, same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'm going to keep all the demo tracks, and if my quote unquote official version of the guitar in a song doesn't do it for me the way the demo version did, then like, fuck it. I'm yeah. just going to keep that. You know? I think that we, the thing that at least I forget and maybe, maybe many people in West Michigan forget is like the stakes are really not that high. You know, we should just be having fun. Right. I'm going to make a really like polished thing. I'm like, yeah. my, how many people are going to hear this thing? You the know? height of my <laughs> stakes currently are like, I want to give a good song to the person that bought it. Yeah. Right. You know what That's I mean? I don't, I don't know what my Spotify numbers look like. They're not that high. I'm right. Like, yeah, it's exactly. not going to get That's that exactly much what too. Like, yeah. whatever. We're not getting, none of us getting signed by any labels around here, at least yeah. not yet. So it's just like, yeah. let's just have fun and put out stuff that we're happy with and it's not good. get caught it's like, up yeah. in like, you know. Like the hoopla of spinning. <laughs> yeah. I think you end up intangibly coming out with something better with that mentality. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know not doing a million takes on getting this one thing perfect because then when it is perfect it doesn't sound real anymore right you yeah. know like gotta I'm, it. I'm yeah. very very guilty of that's that. what i'm saying that's yeah you gotta yeah. capture the rawness well at least sometimes. you do it for free if anything like we did we could take a million takes but we didn't pay anybody to record right, right. yeah <laughs> we were at home yeah i was in my room yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyways we should jump into the topic otherwise yeah, we'll just yeah, keep yeah. bullshitting um so th- this next topic uh, we which if we have time to even get to the second topic i feel like we covered a lot of ground there with uh brandino but with you being a solo performer we kind of just wanted to dive into into that into that world so one we want uh, later on we might talk about actual playing a solo but scott do you want to explain this first topic of a solo performance though, yeah i mean solo i think artist? It's, it's fascinating it's something you know i think it happens maybe in like the country world the singer songwriter world more but i think there's also like performers that really are just one-man bands and i'm fascinated by that like most of the time we're able to lean on other people to support whether it's the keeping time or to support the creative energy or if a mistake happens, you know, it's not yeah. just you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, or the, the attention is, um, across a few people. Right. But there's, there's the few in the brave that want to go on stage by <laughs> themselves and, um, Never. and orchestrate either a single instrument or like yourself, try to present 
a, a band or, or, you know, a wider spectrum of sound out of just one person. And I think that's sort of, I'm fascinated by that. So I want to talk about Thanks. that. Do, if we have anybody in mind, I mean, I'd be interested. I guess we can start with just you talking about a little bit of how you envision what you're trying to create on stage and all like the, and we sort of touched upon a little bit, but yeah, the 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 highs and the lows of you know being up there, you mm-hmm. know, under the naked eye, kind of in a way. Yeah, and honestly, man, the first couple of times I played in bands for a lot of years before I ever stepped on a stage solo, and it was like the first time. In a decade, I was nervous. Which I have to I mean? backtrack really quick since you mentioned that. Uh, we So I feel like me and you, we keep figuring out how we're connected. One, we went to the same high school a few oh, years that's differently. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Second of all, uh, it wasn't until years later I realized you played in this band Three Cents Short, oh, which yeah. is like a, a ska punk band, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. But man, I saw you guys maybe 2009. 2008 i don't know does that sound about like right, right? it's like yeah. when we started so that's, yeah that's possible. yeah yeah and i i was just starting to play guitar myself you know and like uh, 10 12 <laughs> pretty close <laughs> no i would have probably been like yeah 18 19 <laughs> but that means that you would have been even younger but um yeah i was in sophomore year when we started that band. okay all right yeah that makes sense yeah but it's just like crazy like i think i saw you post like a three cents uh short sticker and i was like I got that same sticker. Whoa, no wait, hold shit. up. You were a part of that band? Like, Do you remember uh, where you saw us? It was at Intersection. Yeah, my uh, nice. my friend's band, UC Losers, which I'm not going to say what the UC stands for, but they played in a punk band, which is like very like 82-ish. Yeah, and, and y'all played together a show like in the back. I don't know if you oh, yeah. if you remember this. Uh, it was funny as shit, but um, he was throwing out condoms in uh-huh. <laughs> my friend's band. I don't remember that part. <laughs> And I was just like, what is going on? And this is like when I was really first started getting into music. So it's an experience. I just want to say like three cents short was great the few times that well, I saw thanks, y'all. Man. So man, full circle here. <laughs> well, so when I brought up this topic in my head to KJ, I was the first act that came to me was um Ben Harper of mm. the Innocent Criminals. Well, I guess it's his backing band. Um most of his music is a full band. Um but he did a Live from Mars album. It's a double album. Half of it's with the band. The other half of it's by himself. And uh, when he's by himself, he's doing acoustic versions of iterations of his full band songs. The storms from my enemies These wounds will mend But I cannot survive The roses from my friends Oh, I there's something really cool about them stripped down, like sort of the rawness of them, the the intimacy of them. That I think it's pre, it's pretty arresting. I think, yeah. If I could like show you the history of the two, it's a C, the CDs that I have of like how much I've played the full band or the solo act. I probably played the hundred percent more of the solo. Yeah, like it's just way more. I don't know. There's there's a more sort of energetic power to it, even without the, all the backing band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. yeah, the energy comes from a different place. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, thinking of that too, which I'm interested in talking about. Yeah, I'm just you're just getting my brain going. I, and I was thinking of one person I've seen with the band and solo, and both times have been like crazy. But uh, G Love mm. uh, from G Love and the Special Sauce of like same thing, man. When he's up there solo, just stripping it down with like his guitar, 
it's the energy, it's the swag. It's just like he's <laughs> they in realize a chair. they have to do a little bit more, maybe. Like, yeah, they have like to he's really in bring a, it. But I don't know. I feel like you you kind of have. I feel like you have this too. You know what I mean? Where like I'll see you, and it's like you're in your own world. You're having fun. So other people are brought in that world. It's the same thing when I see G Love. He's just sitting like, oh yeah, y'all gonna get yeah. a look. You know, and just like stomping his feet, and it's just like. You're in it. He don't even need a band. He's just like the energy, you know? Right, right. I mean, it has to come from you. And if, if you're not doing it, then... There's nothing else behind yeah. you to help. I've never, it, yeah. Know? Could you imagine? Like, I mean, just yourself in particular, and I, I couldn't even imagine you being like. Could you imagine being on stage and just kind of being like, "All right, y'all, I'm the Brandino Extravaganza, gonna do a song for y'all." All right, here we go. You know what I mean? Like that to me, that's the difference. And I've seen solo acts like that. You know, where it's like, man, I could feel like the in your head, the energy. Like I understand you're like a singer songwriter, so maybe you might be trying to be more sappy or like not giving that energy but even if you're like sad there's still this energy that like you got to give off to be like i'm with you like i'm i'm here i'm present and like doing the thing you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that goes back to exactly that same thing of like giving that mm, you know? yeah yeah and, and kind of getting out of your own headspace and not worrying so much about that um yeah i have a lot of thoughts on on this now that i think about it because yeah, solo solo performances there is something intangibly different about them you know like an awesome example, Frank Turner is one of my favorite songwriters, mm, yep. and I've seen him full band a couple times, and it's phenomenal, and I will do it every chance I get. Uh, but I saw him solo once at Bells, and like, now, this isn't that like weird for me, because I'm an absolute sucker when it comes to live music and good lyrics, but I think I counted like, I teared up like 20-something times oh, at gosh, that show. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was that good. And it, it just did something. It struck a different chord. So like if the question, I think the question kind of was like what makes a good solo act or good solo performance, in my opinion, is, is two like two main things to me. One, does it, can it still feel like it's not lacking? Like you is feel it, like you're is missing it, something. Is it yeah. filled? Is right. the sound yeah. and the energy in the, is it, even if it's the quietest thing, is it filling what it needs to fill? You know, uh, and then that kind of wraps into number two is like, have you grabbed everybody's attention? Because I feel like you almost have to do that more as a solo act because people aren't like, it's not like a hang and dance situation. It's <clears> like, <throat> watch what the fuck's going on, you know? Um, and, you know, my thing is a little bit different. It's almost kind of two different answers, like somebody who's one man banding versus somebody who's up there with a single instrument, in my opinion. And I try to like, my goal personally is to like not feel like I'm giving you anything shy of what a band would sonically, right? You know, and try to fill a lot of sound, and try to have a big sound and be entertaining anyway. Yeah. That's like my entire goal. You're different though, because you're layering. Sometimes, you know, a lot of performers, you see just acoustic guitar, you know, just in case anybody hasn't seen you or understand what we're talking about when we say you loop, you know, you're playing a guitar part and then you're adding another guitar drum part, part and, and a bass part, yeah, part, 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 vocals and stuff. Yeah, sax, like you're just layering and layering. Man. For me, so, it's yeah. most akin to like a Keller Williams 
um, seen him a couple Keller, times. Yeah, and that's a great solo. example yeah. of like you don't feel like you're missing. Yeah, you got a full yeah. band. Keller. And dude can rip on all of his instruments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's such a Couple of times people have told people me are that dancing. I remind them of Keller Williams. I'm like, fuck me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's definitely clear differences, which I think is important to point out um, in the best of ways, right? But but it's easy to make that you know connection when right. he's one of the few known people that does that. Right. right. You right. Know? The, the cool thing to see is just people are dancing. You know, and you don't need to have ten people on stage. To right. make people move. Yeah. But still on the flip side of that is the other side of solo performing that I think is yes. every bit as equally great in an entirely different way. I think an amazing example. Frank Turner was one. Another one is like uh, I don't know if you guys know the band Streetlight Manifesto. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh but their their front man Thomas goes by Toke when he does solo and I don't know if you've ever heard it. He does like streetlight songs like stripped down to like cool. a classical guitar and like sings an octave lower and it's really cool. And I saw that live and it was like this might be better than any streetlight show yeah, I've ever yeah. seen. And that's hard for me to say, you know, because they're one of my favorite bands. So Gio, you gotta get us out of here. So we're singing. So Gio, it's getting kind of hot in here. So we're singing. Na, 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 and then, sorry, I'm just rambling at this point. No, no you're, you're good. You made me think of like Justin Vernon, Bon Iver. Like, mm, yeah. uh, it reminds me of like some YouTube performance he did. It was like a small room of people, candlelight. He's barely singing above his like falsetto. And it's like just like setting a mood. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like lighting incense automatically. It's like there's a mood set, you know? I think the, the music. You know, I'm just thinking I just had this thought. We saw somebody solo who we both kind of agree was kind of like just did not hit the mark for us. It was a delicate Steve. Uh, and no disrespect to no, him. No, yeah. You know? he, had a, he had a drummer, but essentially. Solo. Oh, yeah, he did have a drummer. Yeah, yeah. But he was mainly just playing guitar and yeah, like yeah. kind of looping some stuff, right? He needs probably a band around him. <laughs> so I guess like what I'm trying to get at is like, what was missing? He had a drummer. So we're not even talking solo, but in my head, I remember him being by himself up there. But um, it sounded a little hollow. Like we were talking about, like, if you if your goal is to present a band, you need to make sure you're bringing um, a band vibe. True, true. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of like two man bands that I think can do it really well. Um, he just wasn't, there was some not vibing about like mm-hmm. it, they were just, there were two people playing on stage that felt disjointed from each other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's like, you could sense that. Like, I feel like everybody after this second, third song, it's kind of like, right. Like, Cause then uh, there's a band, uh, big business, which is a bass player and a, and a drummer and they are locking up the whole time. the room speaking of the night where we all played at the same i don't know if you stayed around but that band in north 41 or not north 41 i'm sorry oh, yeah, um, yeah 
North by North. Yes, yes. North by North. That's what I'm talking about. They were real good. They were sick. Two players that are connecting with each other. Yeah, they were locked. It's yeah, only yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah that's talking about duels now, yeah. but still. <laughs> Beyond that, though, I'm like, yeah, they were connecting with each other, energy, and like, you can tell they had like. They didn't play together. They're like, well, just like great friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can kind of tell that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, like, either were, were not like some hired, like, okay, this is my act that I'm bringing you on to play yeah. drums to or whatever. For yeah, sure. it felt equal. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I have, I have more solo people. I'm thinking of now. Yeah, yeah, you're going. Not, I, that's the. Point no, I don't of mean it. to cut you guys off. I'm just no, like, no, got, please. You got the wheels turned. That was yeah, the goal. Good. You know, because I thought of <laughs> I thought of this cat. So you know, back when there were still shows all the time, uh, I used to work some sound at Founders, and I worked a gig. There was this cat named Joe Pug. I don't know if you guys have heard of Joe Pug before. I, um, I hadn't before then either. And, and it's kind of a, I think it's kind of an underground thing, but the following that likes him, like really likes him, you know? Yeah. He told me they're called Pugalos, which I really like. <laughs> uh, and I'd never known anything about it. He was a really nice guy. I really enjoyed his company. He was easy to work with. He was pro as fuck. Um, but what I really liked was like during his show, it, and it wasn't even necessarily my absolute cup of tea. I wasn't like super enamored by the music. I didn't dislike it either, but it didn't like super duper capture me i liked what was going on but like the man i have seen a million and one shows at founders because i've worked there for so long you know and right. i have never in my whole life seen that place shut the fuck up like wow. this like it was dead silent in there except for this one guy like spilling his fucking heart out into these songs and like a crowd of like 50 people that clearly knew every single word. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, I'd never seen anything That's like cool. it. It was just like Joe Pug. Joe Pug. Joe Pug. I've come to reach out blind, reach forward and behind. For the more I seek, the more I'm sought. Yeah, the more I seek, the more I'm sought. Really? So, so like that made me like, holy shit, you know? Yeah, like hear a pin drop kind of thing. I don't know if it would have done the same thing for me hearing him. Right. But now if I listen to him, it I, I can picture that. Yeah. You know, and it, 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 it another works. side tangent, but isn't that so crazy how sometimes you'll see somebody, you know, like live and then afterwards, like you could appreciate their music more or like you could listen mm-hmm. to it kind of like in that's a how different I like vein. To, if I don't get it, I like to not try that hard and go see the artist. Yeah. Well, that's that's the reality. I was just talking to a student like. <clears throat> they're like discounting themselves out of their artwork. I'm like, no, that's half of it. It's not just what you're making. It's the connection that somebody has with you. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with music. You're like, yeah, somebody can love your music and not know you at all. But when they go see you and you can sort of show your personality and who you are, they're going to be, if they like it, they're going to be hundred percent more endeared to Put you. A face to yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or you can win somebody over, like you said. You know, if like you hear them through your headphones, you're like, oh, okay, this is fine. You go see them live, you're like, ah, oh, I yeah. finally, fi- I understand what this is now. See, yeah. an example for that that I, I want to try real badly is Tool. I I don't hate Tool, but I certainly we were don't, talking about this. Yeah, I yeah. certainly don't love them 
from just listening to I think them. I'm right there with you. And yeah. everyone is like, you got to see him live. And man, I would love to, because I believe everyone that's told me that I am a, like, I have no doubt at all that I would go to that show and walk away. Like, right. Fuck that band's amazing. Right. But I'm not going to try for like 140 bucks. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Go watch like some Danny Carey videos on YouTube and you'll be like, okay, Danny Carey, that motherfucker. I can see three fish shows for that amount. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> when we bring our finances into the situation, that certainly can create. Yeah, so like I want to go to the show, but that's the thing for like, yeah. so there's, there's certain acts that are that big that like I want to try, but I'm like, I can't justify like right. not being sure right. for like the third most expensive single artist ticket I've ever paid, you know, but the, Danny Carey, you said? He's a drummer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I Super did actually cool see him live once because he drummed with Primus oh, uh, cool. at Riot Fest a That's bunch of sweet. years ago. So Speaking I saw of- Primus once, but I never saw them with yeah. Tim Alexander, their actual drummer. I saw them. I'm not sure Danny who. Carey. Is it? Is Tim Alexander? Pl- We're seeing Primus in a few months. I so am I. I was going to ask Are you, you on that Tony show? Monroe? Yeah. yeah nice. Dog. Battles I guess opening. I gotta get my tickets. Yeah, sold out. Battles. I forgot about that. Oh, Battles is opening. I was like, oh, I'm going to see Primus. And like, maybe not. When is this show? When? May. I want to say May 31st. Yeah, it's not sold out. I'm in there with you. But I was like, I'm, I saw Battles. I'm like, be. actually more excited to see Battles. Yeah. Than I see we were Primus. just talking about Battles uh, a couple episodes. But Primus uh, yeah. is playing Rush, it. and I'm pumped about that. Yeah, you know, Farewell to Kings, yeah. which, is, yeah. which is dope. And yeah. like, that's going to so, be a cool show. That's Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. Um, more. Do you have others that come to mind? I have Solo. one other I thought of. Yeah. Um, Pokey Lafarge. Yeah, oh, I'm a big just, fan of Pokey Lafarge and have been okay. for a while. And that's exactly where I'm going with this yeah. is I've seen Pokey two or three times already. And he's always been with a full band. And I love his band. Like the lead guitarist is insanely good. There's like kind of a second like lead guy who does a lot of harmonies and is sort of a multi-instrumentalist badass. Everyone is just like top fucking level of musician and performer. And like the chemistry they have is great. And like, I almost never wanted it any other way. Then I bought a ticket to see him at Wealthy Theater and had no idea. But I show up and like, there's a guitar and an amp on the stage and nothing else. And I'm like, is this Pokey solo? And I'm not going to lie. I was like, that's kind of a fucking bummer. I'm a little disappointed (laughs) by that. And dude, it was not a bummer. Like he did an amazing, amazing job. I've only heard good things about that show. Yeah. He had so much energy by himself. He's one of the funniest people I think I've ever seen. Like, he's just naturally hilarious. So he's just like, his stories are still great, you know? And I, yeah, I didn't feel like I was missing a thing, you know? And he, uh, he played, was it at that show? I think he played Josephine, one of his, like, a really sweet old song of his. He's my Josephine. Something, babe, makes me want to stay. And he just like just steps away from the mic entirely. Just and and it's just like belting to the everyone sea. just shuts the fuck up. Right, he's not yeah. even belting. It's like a soft song. Oh, okay, but like no one dares step on that. You know, that, yeah. there's something cool that you can like, if you can like command a large. It was space. a very commanded. Because when you're by yourself, there's like a level of attention that people feel like they mm-hmm. probably yeah. 
feel like they should pay. But then there know? were also songs where it was still just him and a guitar and absolutely nothing more. But people were like dancing because yeah. it was bringing an energy that you could dance to yeah. in certain songs. That's cool. You know? like, so, I don't know. He's man, incredible. I'm just thinking about, uh, you know, just doing comedy at a, a long, long time ago. But uh, what is it? With me? It's so interesting. I feel like music and comedy are so different in that sense of like being on your stage. But I feel like with... Uh, both you could kind of command the stage, but like, wait, you know, this is what I used to compare it to. Like with comedy, you walk on, it's almost like crossed arms. Like you better give me something Prove it. good. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then with music, it's like, my expectations ain't that high. Like kind of you ever funky, like, yeah, my expectations ain't that high. And then like, if you could turn them over and have them like, you know, in your corner, it's like, wow. I knew he'd know? be great, but I just was, I thought it was going to feel like I was, I brought friends to that that had never seen him, and I was like, "Oh man, like I'm sorry, you're not gonna see him with the band." Was sort of my like thought process, and I was like, "Never mind, yeah. y'all got a special fucking show." I'm just saying, yeah, with music, yeah. Cooler, I'm just saying, know? with music, if you go solo, sometimes you you can win people over. It's a lot easier in the comedy yeah. world than being on stage. Comedy is tough. People are because yeah. laughter is like a thing that has just come naturally from you. Yeah, people can kind of clap forcibly, like, "Oh, okay, I'll clap." For your your musical yeah. performance, but laughter you can't like fake laugh. Yeah, no, and, it doesn't and you work. have that's what I mean. Like you're gonna get a response at the end of every three to five minutes as yeah. a musician. Yeah, right. you're getting responses in real time. Like your one sentence can have a reaction. As a comedian, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. It would be like stopping after like four bars of a solo and being like, "Cheers or no cheers?" <laughs> yeah, right. Shit, no cheers. Guess I'm not doing good. Well, yeah, yeah, going. yeah, you know what I mean. Different like, song. Yeah, I think the thing too with music though is it could it, it could move you to either through lyrics or through you know just the music. You know, you might hear like a guitar. I sometimes I swear you can hear one note. You know, and if somebody just plays it at the right timbre, the right can it could just do something to you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to comedy, it's like you're trying to like either somebody's trying to relate to you or you're trying to get them to relate to you with music is just such an unspoken language where it's like sometimes you don't even have to say a word and people and, can and relate i thought to about you. this too comedy it's got to be exhausting it's an interesting thing where like it especially, is especially when you're <laughs> but especially when you're like i don't know you'd come let's talk more about that at some point yeah but, yeah, we will, uh, yeah especially when you're like on a massive level you have a special you've got one act you've got one show and then once that's like recorded and like put out to the masses, that's like material you can't use anymore. Right. Yeah. Everybody's you know like, what I mean? That's the, other, you, that's the other <laughs> thing that's that people talk about. about yeah. It's crazy. With music, it's like, play me the song. Like, oh, no, I got some new. St- no, play me the yeah. song. And with comedy, it's like, I got the same joke. It's like, no, I don't want to hear that joke. Give me a new joke. It's so funny how they're yeah. different in like, that sense. I saw Bo Burnham at Fountain Street Church for Laugh Fest one year. And. I was incorrectly told that, like, what was his, you know, what was the name of the special that he had done before that? And then the next one he did was Make Happy. And that's what I saw live. But I was incorrectly informed that he was going to be performing what? And I was like, that's really stupid. I've seen all of that. Like, I don't want to go and see the comedy show I've that you watched on TV. I already know every punchline. But it's like so funny. You would never be like, like, I don't want to go listen to the band at our, like, I don't want to listen to the music that I heard at home. But he came on stage and immediately it was obvious, like, this is a different show. This is a different show. (laughs) I mean, I've I've seen Jerry Seinfeld do like a a bunch of jokes to say, and it always gets me every time. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, when you do know what the, the joke that's coming, it's, I guess, Laughter is such like an impulsive thing. It has to yeah. come sort of naturally from you, where like music kind of washes over you and like feels this nostalgic. So you want, place. you want to yeah, feel you can that like it just again. as much the next time. That's why we listen to songs gajillions, if of not time. more. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
don't What's know. your side note? Uh, just a uh, round robin, uh, fire, t- fire round topic. What is your number one, like, most listened to song right now? Just oh, out of gosh. curiosity. We're just going there. Yeah. Okay. Like, what are you repeating the most? The entire right now? Radiohead discography. Okay. All right. That's solid. You could, yeah. Gotta go to Spotify. Yeah. But particularly uh, Paranoid Android. Paranoid Android is so good. It's on it's on its own level. Yeah. Um Ten Days Late, Third Eye Blind. Oh, interesting. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I was hanging out with a couple of our neighbors and we we're I'm one to get into the 90s and we were just talking about like great 90s acts and like I just I can't not talk about like kind of crows third eye blind Weezer without like yeah so anyways yeah third eye blind I'm going back and forth between two it's the Dijon song the dress mm-hmm. and uh this weird song I came across my radar from uh Mayor Hawthorne actually he has, he has his DJ sets but um uh, online uh, it's called Little Baby Crush by this guy, Jordan Ward. Those two songs, I just I don't keep watching about either of those songs. All right, yeah, yeah. So you just check them out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had one last act I just want to bring up really no, quick, yeah. just because I get a kick out of watching him because of his energy. Um, do you guys know Brushy One String? <laughs> chicken on the corn, <laughs> chicken on the corn. I mean, like, I know, it about, sounds like I should. This is a guy. I love Brushy One String. Whenever people like hate on him, I like kind of get mad at him. A lot of people because like, you think don't it's like, like a, people. They think it's like a joke, you know what no. I mean? But I'm like, like he's very sincere very about this, you know, and very authentic. And um, watch a video of him perform. Like if you is think it that's comedic or is it like no, it's not comedic. But the lyrics are are just really goofy. Like he's chicken on the chicken on the corn, right? Is that the the main song yeah yeah and you know he's just he's a uh, he's an african guy you know he plays on a one string guitar uh literally just one string you know and uh he's just like chicken on the corn on the corn on the corn I mean, he says more than that. Talk about like getting a lot out of little. Like, yeah, I damn. mean, you just, I just feel it, you know. Yeah, and I can sense people like, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, the first time you're kind of like, what is this, you know? And then second or third time, you kind of connect with it emotionally of being like, you could tell this is genuine, you know. I mean, that's like pure music. Like, how far can you like minimalize something? And you could go even further beyond a stringed instrument, but like, that's pretty cool. It's like we don't need a lot to make a lot. Yeah. You know, I think that's pretty cool. One string, just one string, you know. It's all the energy. Yeah. That's yeah, a lesson I'm repeatedly and continuously learning is like, can I pull back and do less? Because I've always been the guy who like wants to put out, but also likes to listen to like a lot. Going yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I and mean, there's a world, there's room for all of it. There is, there absolutely is. But as soon as you like, I watch somebody like on a seven or what, like a a nine string guitar or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, brushy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. string. But I don't know, man. I see animals as leaders. Like animals that, I mean, as leaders. Cool. Oh man, I love. What's them, his name? Abasi. Abasi. Yeah, he's a yeah, killer like, guitarist. Tosin. Tosin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. It's, it's a hell of a thing. Yeah. Uh, Man, good call out on Brushy Run String. I'm I had to bring him recommend, up. Yeah, the the uh, I was thinking about like solo. At, yeah, yeah, the Tiny yeah. Desk concert. I needed like I a notepad to write down all the shit. <laughs> about, sure, you got though. to go back and listen to your episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good point. It's, it's, it's quite literally audio notepad. Yeah. The only, the only, I mean, it's not really a thing, but like, there's plenty of like room for the, talking about all the like electronic musicians out there, like really making a crowd move by pushing all the different buttons and sequencers yeah, and like i, I was mean, thinking like panda bear yeah um but there's there's plenty my, of shout out to my boy evan roy eroy he's he's, he's fucking great at what i he mean does. it's cool it's that's a hard thing to do you know to yeah. get the, the crowd pumping get the energy going create a party scene for people because that's know? also kind of a persnickety crowd that's a little yeah, bit cross-armed like you better are. fucking make you me dance. Yeah, dance yeah 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 molly ain't it. kicking by itself <laughs> <laughs> and, and maybe i'm and maybe i'm a little bit like you know, ignorant to it because I'm not necessarily part of that scene, but it seems from my perspective, a lot of it, and I'm sure a lot of people that are really into EDM are going to yell at me for even saying this, <laughs> but like I, from my perspective, a lot of it's a lot more the same than your average genre. So like I could also understand being really into it and being like, uh, yeah, I've fucking heard this before. You right. Know? Yeah. Like you right. got to do something that's going to set you apart. A little right. Bit. Yeah. Interesting. I was thinking like I saw Com Trues. I saw Com Trues too. Intersection, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it's I'm always skeptical about that. I'm like, oh, me too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pressing up there. I want to see like I'm a visual guy. Like I want to see something happening. I don't want to just see like say, a laptop uh, in your yeah. But that's my own hangups. One Same. um one show I also worked sound for at Founders was uh it was two solo acts and I'm struggling to remember what they went by, but it was the two brothers from the band Lotus they both have separate like electronic solo acts and um sorry one brother <laughs> but like I, they were brother. they were very different experiences where one guy was kind of like had a turntable and didn't really seem like he was doing much and he was pumping some like fucking bassy ass house music and the other guy had like a whole table full of these like electronic instruments and did a 100% improvised set and I was like this is wow. a thousand percent cooler that's yeah. cool but it didn't get the same like love or reaction because it's not as like you can't move to it right same. yeah <clears throat> well everybody's a little bit different I mean it's probably us coming from like the musician side well yeah that was the right. crowd that know? too yeah, but, yeah 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 but it was cool it was like that I've is cool. never seen any of these instruments I don't know what you're doing up there but it's working. But it's you fast. Know, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so there's, I don't know. I like to defend that as well. Like there's a side, the, the stigma of like, you're doing nothing but pushing buttons. It's like, well, it's, yeah, it's only true for some people. Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Can we? I, I think we've gone through a lot. I don't know if yeah. we need a second topic, but no, I'm like, I think yeah, my we, second topic <laughs> is just I'm just gonna call it Fish Corner. Where no, we can just do talk it. Fish Corner. Fish. I like this. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> Actually, that was one thing I noticed in the episode with Chris was like one of the topics was like, what's an artist that? Um, I don't remember how you phrased it, but it was something along the evolution lines of like, or something. Yeah, is evolved, <clears throat> that has yeah. a good evolution and an artist that's had a bad evolution. Have I said? Did I say bad? And you said fish for bad, yeah, which yeah. is funny because it, I mean that's Let's your favorite band, right? We, we, we said this on the Chris episode <laughs> yeah. too, well, right? Yeah, no, yeah. But your argument was studio albums specifically. Yeah. Oh, I think I think I made a point that their live music actually is actually quite at its peak right it's, now. It's really good. It's really. I, I was in Vegas. Um, don't need to don't need to rub it in. <laughs> I was in Las Vegas at, at, at uh, the MGM Grand Arena. I saw four sold out nights of fish. Oh my no, uh, it was it was absolutely incredible. I, I can only imagine. But I can't tell you how many dudes in their like sixties that are like I've been seeing them since ninety two, and this is the best they've ever seen. Yeah, like no everyone doubt. had the same fucking sentiment, you know. And I still don't know if I hundred percent agree because I listen to those old shows and I'm like this is this is hotter than anything they're doing now. They but had like, like a little uh, bit of a, a a valley when they were going through their sort of rocky period. Sure, for sure. But, um, um, but they're, com- they're and not yeah. to disparage what they're doing currently because I am loving it. No, it's but, fantastic. Yeah. But um, they're they're yeah. But I got a kick out of the fact that like the example. You know, because you guys played some songs mm-hmm. uh, as examples of these like evolution yeah, conversations, yeah, yeah. and it was like Llama for the old, <laughs> which is great, of course. The Scott's pick, yeah. What is like, and uh, then it was Blaze on Blaze for on. the new, yeah, which yeah. is funny because like if you would have asked me like two years ago, maybe even a year ago, I would have been like, yeah, Blaze on that song's lame, and now I'm like in love with that. It's a great song. live song. I think it's yeah. a great fucking song. I, I, like I, Blaze on, that's the song you pick. They got way lamer. They got into like yeah. these more like like anthemic songs you know like let's yeah. just find let's just say blaze on a whole bunch because like people are gonna love this <laughs> um, on, but baby. they don't have like the the songs don't have the intellect that they once had some of the sophisticated structures that like really got me into them yeah um, with the there's some exceptions man there's like you got your petrichor you have your petrichors but that's like a, a, a paled comparison to some of the earlier i think it hangs i think you it think it hangs, hangs. And, and also very hated on but i also think hangs is uh little older time turns the last now that the leaves have turned to gold the moments all glow frozen and free from time and out here on my own i watch it ebb and flow Yeah, yeah, off of joy, off of joy, and yeah. they played that on New Year's Eve for the first time in like that's twelve cool. years. That's I cool. That's cool. It's mind, not. It's like. not like it's ice though. You know, off of rift. That's like a proggy masterpiece where it just takes you all over the place. It's ice. Yeah, it's ice is pretty good. I feel like I would even give it to. Yeah, okay. Or like. I would give it to some of those newer ones over like It's Ice, but I wouldn't give it to them over like Fluffhead. Right. 
right. Reba, Reba, like the yeah. fucking absolute epics, you know, like it's interesting. I'm coming in, you know, Scott, Scott was the one who really made me a fish fan. And like, you know, I, I dove into like this podcast that just kind of talked about the creative process and, uh, you would let me borrow that book. And I was just kind of finding out more about their live performances. And like, as somebody coming into that world, man, it was so hard to figure out of like, we're it's to start. a lot yeah right. and for well, me where one person would tell you to start is maybe their own little like corner. right well like, I, I, it's I not feel, always yeah a one you know i like time. you know based off of the podcast and the book and everything i was reading you know i started with story of the ghost and i was like yo this shit's like fire right. you know and then i went back and like heard songs like david bowie you know and kind of like okay here's like the long form fish the that i that i'm heard about yeah you know stuff um where it's just like yeah for me it was like middle earlier and then like later stuff i just kind of like could not really uh, yeah get into you know yeah Hey, the reality, just like any band, like these guys are in their what late fifties. You know, there's going to be obviously evolution of their music, and I'm th- I'm there for it. Like I can pick on it, but I still listen. To and it. I learn to like a lot of those songs once yeah. I get to know them a little bit more. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I've it, it's a lot to take on. I know what you're saying. You know, I got into that band residually because I lived with people that were already mega fans, mm. and they would like stream whole shows. Right, and right. I would pick out like three songs in a whole show. Be like, oh, that's cool. Well, right. that's cool. You know what I mean? And then that list just kind of, what song is that? That list just kind of grew and grew and grew until I started kind of listening to my own time, listening to shows. And then I realized I kind of knew more songs. And, you know, it just, it's a very slow build for me. But like three years, four years into it, I was like, shit, mm-hmm. I'm deep now. And then, and then it, I just, I don't know. I never, I don't yeah, know I've never, about. to be fair, I've never really like dove into the live albums and stuff. And funny That's enough, when stuff. I got into it, I actually was listening to bootlegs online now from like, you know, the early days, like they played a show at like the Blind Pig and it was like a bootleg online, Blind Pig in Ann Arbor that I like listened to. And uh, those were like really cool. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I haven't really uh, dove into like their live albums. Like professionally I'm not, I'm not recorded. that steeped in it, to be honest. I'm more of like a studio. The studio albums. Yeah. Okay. Which just seems stupid what to say about you are? Fish. See, I, I started very much studio. I like getting into jam bands by listening to their studio stuff so I can get a real feel for like right. what's composed. And Where what's are they improvised. going away from it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but once I started getting into listening to their live shows, it's I don't do that much studio, studio yeah. yeah it's so yeah. hard it depends though, on the figure, setting like for me where i'm listening to it and how i'm listening to it yeah like you know if i'm cleaning the house a live show is fantastic so i'm like just have it on in the house but and do you also, have your live go-to that's my hard part yeah. like oh, there's yeah. like, years. like oh, yeah. they had like yeah. boat is love by Jimi hendrix which they do a cover of but there's literally like seven versions i'm right. just like i don't know which one Dude, to listen to and listen, i'm not about to listen to everyone all the listen time listen to new year's eve 95 madison square gardens you can't go anything. You might go wrong with like yeah, mid nineties. You can't go. There's like certain like stretches. Late like ninety seven, ninety eight. Anyone listening to this, listen. To- <laughs> <laughs> There's also bad stretches. Like are not great stretches. I like but, going to listen to like their early, early stuff when they're still like completely raw. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what the stuff that I feel like that I had heard, you know, it was mm-hmm. just like kind of bootlegs of them just in a bar, you know, and somebody yeah. probably recording from whatever. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah. It's, that was cool, yeah. Was cool Another thing that I really liked about getting into listening to the live stuff is like more than, this is just a guess, I don't know this for a fact, but it seems to me like more than just about any other band, they have a large catalog oh, gosh. of, well, not just a large catalog, yeah, yeah. but a large no, no. catalog of songs that have never and will never be on albums that are like as coveted and loved and known by the fans as anything I mean, that's ever been on an album, if not more. Mike's mm-hmm. song? Like, Harry, Hood. Harry Hood. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some like absolute top tier, like you're chasing these more than anything right. 
that have never mm-hmm. been on an album. And it's kind of cool that there's not a real version. Wilson. You get to pick which version is yeah. the version. The version. You. you know what that's I mean? Dope. Like, yeah. Never thought about it that way. Yeah. That's a good point. And that was Punch fish you corner. in the eye, dog. Vicious <laughs> corner. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get uh, to the last. Uh, last topic. All right. Topic. So we could just keep talking. Fish I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had to like do like We're a bonus trying to figure out which like. 10 songs I need to showcase. That's another <laughs> thing. Just make KJ like a, like a yeah, make top a 10. Playlist. I've had yeah, a couple yeah. people like, what song should I start on? And I'm like, don't be mad. I need to give you a minimum of 10 to 12 songs. So you yeah. can scratch the surface of the surface. Yeah. Like, No, I get that. All right, we go into our last topic. I think we should. All right, we so got? we always ask our guests, if, if your band was a blank, what would it be? So uh, mainly just think about your solo projects. So just think about the Brandino extravaganza for this. So... Um, if the Brandino extravaganza, and this one I'm going to have to clarify more, was a piece of clothing, uh, mm. what clothing would it be? The music behind it. So you didn't even say piece of clothing, and I was already going to say, it's not a piece of clothing, but it's a piece of fabric. And I was going to yeah. say like a, a patchwork quilt. Okay, that's fine. Uh, we could roll with that. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, it, you could have just been as simple as like shirt or sock, but you could also been like a quilted. So this is perfect. A Either way. Yes. Quilt. So that you would drape on your body. So this is so like a, a fabric. Yeah. Right. A quilt. We'll change it. Yeah. That quilt. smells like cotton candy and marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was the fastest answer I think we've ever had. I know. Uh, he was just like, like yeah, I got it. didn't even come out of your mouth and he like, got it. Has some, has some, some tie dye squares and also just some like plain brown squares and also some like i don't know i think this is actually very fitting for the sweater that you're currently I, wearing i was just thinking about that yeah i was like People that's an extravaganza sweater it really is. i thought that from right when i saw him <laughs> wearing it <laughs> i i love the sweater a lot and it, the only reason i don't wear it every single day of my life is that it's kind of fucking scratchy uh, uh, yeah. well so go a little bit deeper give us a little bit more about the quilt give us paint us a little bit more of a picture you started I was trying to think of what more squares could be aside from very colorful and then also very dull and straightforward. Uh, are the squares in a specific pattern or do they break up? No, they're, they're extremely sporadic in a way that doesn't seem to make sense to the naked eye. But when you kind of ponder it a little bit longer, there's actually like a very calculated. It's like one of those quilts where if you were to pin it up against the wall and you stood back, you'd be like, oh, shit. Okay. It's like a magic eye. Like, oh, it kind of comes together. A niche design that seems like it's sabotaging itself, but is really meant to be well thought out whether or not that comes across to the viewer. Is this quilt um, very well worn in terms of its, you know, quilts kind of, when they're brand new, they're sort of starchy and crisp. Is this My like- grandma had a quilt, and I swear it was 80 years old, and it looked new every time. <laughs> so it just smelled like mothballs. <laughs> um, no, I would say this quilt, you can tell it's not brand new, but it's it's been it's, it's been taken care of. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I like yeah, that. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah, like, oh, quilt, but it's been taken care of. Now, do I wear this quilt when I'm on the couch watching the... TV or at night when I'm like, oh, Scott, it went to deep questions. <laughs> you know, we yes. have yes, yes to both inside, outside. Okay. Anywhere I could even break it. it outside for a Anywhere picnic, you know, when I'm going to Meyer Gardens. It be a picnic for a, quilt. There you go. It, it has a, it has a place everywhere and nowhere. It's not too fragile that you won't take it out. There's not an obvious spot for it in the mm-hmm. house, but it doesn't quite throw off any spot either. I think we definitely Solid. got there. Yeah. 
that's what I was hoping for. I like these specifics, you know? No, that's cool. I'm going to say when people listen back to this, like we didn't edit this. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> we had to sit. Well, you know what? We always say that. Very little. Very little. We've had maybe one or two guests, but other than that, most people come up on the spot and I'm always impressed. I feel like we always say this every episode, but I always think I'm going to stump somebody. I would have like, to think for like, like yeah, y'all go to the, use the bathroom. I'll, <laughs> let me think about this for a second. That's how I am with most things. And I think, I think I referred to, I think patchwork quilt is some is an imagery I've used like somewhere in a right. song. I don't yeah. think that's something that was just right in this spot, but it was like the obvious answer. Yeah, you didn't know what was coming though. So well, and I give good. you a lot of credit because before we hit the old record button, you're like, I don't know, like sometimes I can't think on top of my, you know, was it, what's the saying? On your feet? On my feet? <laughs> like you psh, killed yeah. it. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, that was fun. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, yeah it was fun to me. learn a little bit more. Yeah. To chat with you. We mm-hmm. don't get a chance to do it that often. At least I, I don't. Yeah. Me neither. So. All right. Well, appreciate cool. you, Brandon. Brandino appreciate Extravaganza. Keep new, an eye out for that new, new album. album. It could be out. Is there an actual title for the album? Tier three. Tier three. Tier three. That's there right. is the That's tier right. three pre-order yeah. package. So it's cool. Right. I like I it. Remember, it's meta. Yeah. For sure. It's very cool. All right. We'll see y'all next time. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Thank you.